talk to me about philosophy and what do you attribute your success to? What can you share for our audience today? Um, look, I, 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 in my job, I get to get invited to speak to um, students, career. Obviously, we do a lot of training in the company, so new managers in their role. And I always go back to six, six things that are important, right? Six, six important aspects. Awesome at least for my philosophy, at least for me, right? So I think number one, um, you have to have a goal. Uh, you, you must have a goal. Whatever that goal is, you need to think about it. You need to write it down. And, and that was, that's going to help you think about and, and understand the path to get to that goal. How do, we, how do you accomplish that, right? What do you want to do? Write the important questions. What do I need to get there? What am I missing? Um, those, are, those are important aspect of having the goal. It's not just to say I have a goal, but how do you get to that goal, right? So you have to think about that and, and come up with a plan, a map, if you call it that way, um, of, of how do I get there. And the goal can have different steps, right? Goal one, goal two, goal three, and so on. Uh, but what is your next goal? Number two, I think you have to have surround yourself with um, coaches and mentors. Um, and this doesn't mean like your manager that you report to on a day to day basis. I think you need to find those people that you can always go back to mm -hmm. reach out to at any time, um, to ask questions, to get feedback, to get suggestions on how to deal with something. Um, you know, and, and I have a few, I have a couple, um, you know, my, my, one of my mentors, in a mentorship program that I that I was part of actually led to my current job because oh. we, we worked on a project before and when this opportunity became available he thought of me and said I remember working with you in that project um, so I think you know that 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 aspect of having a coach or a mentor is important um, number three I think you have to learn to be willing to learn and ask questions right ask for feedback you have to be um, there are things that we could do better. There are things that we can improve. Um, there are things that we can learn. And I think in those conversations, if we're honest with ourselves and you ask for feedback and you're willing to learn what you're missing or you're willing to, to, to learn what's the next step to get you there, um, that's key um, that for that conversation with your mentors, with your manager, with your counterparts, um, you know, with your employees, if you have employees that report to you, right, is always having that dialogue and, and open communication in the sense of asking for feedback and, and being, being honest. Um, I think you have to have an important brand or, or work on your brand. I think you have to create your brand, whatever that brand is. And, and when I say that, it's important to know that, you know, people talk about you, whether it's good or bad, you know, people will if I say, tell me about so-and-so, that person will tell me about that person based on the brand that that person has created, right? He's a go-getter. He likes to work on additional projects. Um, you know, he's always looking for the next opportunity. You know, he's a team player, all those things, right? And a lot of times, we don't even think about it, but a lot of times opportunities for new roles or promotions happen because of those conversations that are you're not even aware of. So 
I think, you know, your brand is important. I think you need to know what your brand is. And, and if it's not the brand that you're looking for or that you should have, then go back to the feedback, go back to that coach, coach or mentor and have those conversations so you can start working on creating that brand or, 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 or moving that brand to one that is beneficial for you. Um, managers, companies are willing to invest in you. You, you don't need to know everything, um, you know, but if, if they see that you're a go-getter, that you're learning, they're, they're willing to invest in you. So that's important. Number five, I, I talked about this when, when I gave you the example of you and I talking, but I think you need to, and my, ma my manager at McDonald's, I think you need to help others grow. Um, you know, nothing better than when a manager leaves or a manager gets another job to say, I have the, rep, the, the right person for you. I have, have trained and helped this person grow and he or she is ready for this opportunity. Um, or, or, or to tell someone, have a conver open conversation with someone and, and help them understand, um, you know, how they get to the next level in their career. Um, so I think we need to be willing to be open to, to help others grow in, in their careers, in their jobs, in life. Um, and, and last, I, you know, love what you do. I love what I do. I love my job, you know. Uh, different times, many times I get calls from recruiters or, you know, LinkedIn sends me a message. Oh, we have this great opportunity. Um, we want to talk to you. Um, but I love what I do. And, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's not only about the money, obviously. Um, you know, I, I think you, you have to put everything in perspective. And if, if you wake up in the morning and say, I love what I do. I love the team I work with. I love what I get to do on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, I think that that's key for you to be successful. If you're there for the check, for the paycheck, and the job doesn't challenge you, you don't, you don't enjoy working with the other folks, the, the team members, um, you know, I think that that's not going to lead to a successful career. Um, I think you, you find yourself in that role for many, many years uh, without a lot of learning or growth. And so those are, those are, I think, my six, as I call them, Javier's steps to be successful in, 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 in your job. <laughs> and that doesn't have to be human resources. It could be any, any career, any type of role. But uh, to me, those are six important key key aspects. Yeah. That, that's awesome stuff. In fact, I'm sitting here shaking my head. The video portion of this, people are going to see me shaking my head and smiling. I upload this to a podcast platform also, and they're not going to see me shaking my head. So folks, I am absolutely <laughs> shaking my head. And I want to tell you, Javier, there's probably a seventh one in there overriding. It's don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Yeah. Don't be afraid to tell what you want if asked. Because I have a good professional friend, Christina Katz. She does a whole shtick on pivoting, gutsy pivot. She calls it the gutsy pivot. She's the gutsy pivoter. And throughout our lives, and I talk about this in other interviews, there are pivot times. You could have gone this way or that way this way or that way. With you, I can remember thinking, why is that kid at the time, right? Why does he have that binder? What's he doing? Wait, there's more to him than just, 
hey, I'm the lead running around, making sure people in rotations, people get their lunches and their breaks. This person's doing something else. And so when I asked you what you wanted to do, you could have said, well, I've just, you know, maybe someday I might want to, I don't know. Or you could have said, you don't know, you might've been shy, you might've been afraid, but you weren't. And so that pivoted you in a direction. And I made the decision to say, hey, I can connect you. So managers, leaders out there, you have to do these yeah. things for your folks. Because here's a great example. If I had not pivoted in that direction, said, let me connect you. But you're missing one important point. Actually, you, you did get it, the brand. You see, the reason I felt comfortable referring you was because you were doing a great job already. And that's an important piece that whether you're working at McDonald's, whether you're sweeping floors, working as a housekeeper, working in a warehouse, working on a factory floor, do a great job at what you're doing and the rewards will come, right? You don't want to be like, I hate this job. I need a promotion. Right. Need to, I love this job. I'm going to do everything about this job. You're going to build that personal brand. I love that part of your six, six or seven piece philosophy. So that's awesome. Six plus one. <laughs> six, six plus one. All right. Javier, we're getting down to our time. Is there anything yes. that I've missed with you? Um, look, I, I know this is obviously human resources um, theme. So our, our, our career, our, our human resources um, professional lives have changed a lot in, in the years. I remember when, when I first started and, and, you know, people used to say, no, I'm training and development or I'm recruiting, I'm benefits, I'm payroll. Those are all key and important aspects. But I have learned that through the years, you have to learn a little bit of everything, right? Um, almost like that generalist role or back or, or, or mindset. So, so I will say learn aspects, different aspects of human resources. I started in training and development. Um, I moved on. I was able to, to, to learn other aspects of the job. I even, I even did a, um, an IDP, an individual, individual and de development plan. And, and I did that for me to be able to learn you know, things like compensation, which I had no clue about or, or benefits and things like that. And I'm not the expert, but at least in my role, I'm able to speak to it or, or, or help sit down with someone and help them understand a little bit of the of, of that aspects of, of, of the role. Um, but I think we all in human resources have to be able to, as we grow, learn other, other aspects of it. But not only that, but I think it's important that you understand the business, the part of the business, um, you know, the operation, um, the revenue aspect of it, sales aspect of it, um, you know, that helped me a lot in, in, in my career, throughout the career. Um, you know, when I first got my first job in Texas with Telemundo, one of the first things I did is I went out on the street with the news folks, right, the news reporters and the producers, because I want to be able to learn how they did the job day to day. And you send a photographer and a, and a reporter to the street. And what does that entail, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, we sometimes we say walk the floor, um, you know, meet people, open door philosophy and things like that. Yes, those are all part of that. But I think you need to learn the operation or, or the part of the business that, you know, it's not just the HR aspect of it. 
and and that's going to lead to obviously creating um, a brand for you that people will say he or she cares about this business that much, right? He 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 has educated himself or herself to understand, you know, the behind the scenes mm -hmm. of, of the business. So I, I think that's part of the message from from a human resources um, career point of view for anyone out there that maybe thinking about their career long-term in human resources. So um, right. network, obviously, you know, um, you have to become a partner um, to those business leaders. Absolutely. And, and by becoming a partner, they, you build trust. They build trust in you that you're, you're at the table with them making decisions. Um, I think all of that is important as human resources. Um, it sounds like you now have eight points. You know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Javier Ortiz from Riding Show Attendant to. I, I got to show you one more thing before you end. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Okay. I, I carry this thing with me. I don't know if you can tell, but that's it a looks, picture of me. This is me right here. Yeah. On a I TV. See it. Remember the old TVs where you switch the channels? That's me. Uh, maybe 11, 12 years old, in Telemundo, oh. in a kid's show. My mom used to take me when I was a kid, well, us, my brothers and I, to a, a, a Telemundo game show. Um, so she took that picture of the TV. I'll take a picture of me on your channel so I can put it next to it. But imagine the, the, how, t how things come back. This is Telemundo in the late 70s, early 80s in Puerto Rico. And when I got the Telemundo job in 2007, she sent me this picture. My mom That's said, awesome. So I carry that with me. Uh, so I brought you two things now. Awesome. And you brought us that fantastic uh, poster behind you. What, what is that for the listeners, for the, for the viewers today? <laughs> um, that is, let's see, right there. Oh. That, um, a novela or, or soap? One of our super series that we have in Telemundo, we did, this is back a couple of years ago, Kate Del Castillo. Um, you probably know her, you've seen her name, um, but she's one of our, obviously, top talent in our, in our super series novelas. She did Reina del Sur, which is Queen of the South. Season three is coming, coming up. In, All right. The future, so. And what people don't realize is that's you in the white suit. That is awesome. You are someone that definitely gets involved in your job to learn every part. Javier Ortiz, thank you. Be more, do more, continue to learn, look forward, have a goal. Have a goal, and yes. it's important to ask and tell folks what you want. Thank you yeah. for being on the HR and Leadership Spotlight Show. It was awesome. Thank you, Folks, Chuck. Awesome. Folks, thank you I, for listening. I appreciate the, the time. Thank you. Success to everyone, to you, and, and thank you for the opportunity. Awesome. See you around. See you around town, Javier. See you on TV. Bye, I'll see yes. you on TV. <laughs> Bye.